everyone, and welcome back to Cosmos and Commerce, where we chat with the most inspiring minds in business. I'm Michelle Cook with Body Ache Escape Massage Center, and today I am excited to have my friend Heather Leip with us, the creative genius behind Woodchuck Arts. Heather blends the art of design with the science of business to help small companies shine online. Her passion for making websites that not only look beautiful, but also work wonders has made her a magnet for entrepreneurs looking to grow their digital footprint. Welcome, Heather. I'm so excited to learn more about you today. Oh, thank you. That was a really sweet intro. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I need that for my website. <laughs> There you go. You can copy it. <laughs> can you start with sharing your journey to being a business owner and what made you decide to start your own business? Yeah. Like, I don't think I was, I think I always planned on having a business, even though I had no idea what that meant. For a while it was hair. I was going to have a hair salon. I would make business plans for that. My dad let me cut his hair when I was 14 years old with oh, no wow. YouTube instructions. I always had some type of entrepreneurial spirit going on there. And then, I don't know, when I went to college, I but I loved art. And both of my grandmas were entrepreneurs, which I think is weird because they were oh. old school. One was a fine artist, she had an art gallery. And then one was a bars and restaurants. I did have my playpen okay. in a bar for a little bit. Um. <laughs> cool grandmas. <laughs> so I always had that in me, thought it was normal. My parents were pretty encouraging about that. But so I was an art kid. I was good at art and English, not math and science. So I was like, oh, what am I going to go to college for? So I was like, oh, graphic design, because that's like art. Maybe I can make money. I really haven't figured that part out yet. But I figured out when I went to school, I loved business. Like I loved getting excited about people would say, oh, I'm going to start this business. Can you make me a logo? And then I would really start getting excited about how they can be found. I had one corporate job where I just made flyers constantly. And then I had smaller little jobs. One was photographer and I was doing all the retouching. So I, I'm a Photoshop expert. So I would do all the, I don't know, make the teeth whiter, the eyes, but I don't know. It was fun. Make but everybody looked a little better. Yeah. It was just me and this guy, Denny. Actually, I'm best friends with his daughter. We worked at Golden Corral together. So that's how that all happened. So I just started working for him when I was in college still. And he let me do all his flyers. And then I was like, I'd start getting excited about how we could get more clients. And then I'm like, we got to make you a website. And then he let me make them this old school HTML site. And then I would just, so I was always doing that throughout all my jobs. And then I would always freelance on the side. I never had any jobs that didn't let me keep doing that. So I always kind of was on my own, I feel like. Okay. So you always had your own business. But Woodchuck started, it was 2012, I think. We don't really know. We put January 1st, 2012. And I started it with my cousin, actually. Now it's just me, but and we did that for 10 years. But so now it's been, I think it's 12 and a half years. Nice. And I was always doing some version of it. Yeah. What made you call it Woodchuck Arts? I don't even, I, that is such a dumb story. So at the time, couldn't think of a name. And then we started looking at, look at Google, look at Apple. That doesn't make any sense. Names don't matter. And so we we're like, what about a funny animal? And at the time I lived in uh, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, and that's by the woodchuck or the groundhog. So we were like, oh. what about a woodchuck? And I was also obsessed with Chuck Norris facts at the time. I loved them. I made a whole poster actually of facts 
from type of him doing a roundhouse kick for an art show in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know. So that's how it was born. And then we threw arts on so that, and it doesn't really actually make any sense. Yeah, it does. But... <laughs> I think so. People remember it. So that part worked out. Okay. Let's talk about websites and how they help entrepreneurs. Yes. What, do you think is the number one problem that you fix for entrepreneurs? Say they have a website already. What's the number one thing they're doing wrong? Typically, the one thing I fix the most is actually a bad build or a bad theme. So I do WordPress. I'm going to start only doing WordPress because I've typically dabbled in everything. But oh my yeah. God, I have to always do a learning curve. But... And I have no issues with Wix, Shopify. These are all great things, but typically I started in WordPress in 2009. So I think it has a lot of benefits. It's the most expandable. And cause I've been doing it so long. I have all these products and I host them too. So I know how to keep them safe. And I know the theme to use and the plugins to use because it's super expandable, but it's also very easy to break or get hacked if you don't know what you're doing. So yeah. typically the most thing I fix is bad themes or installs. But the other biggest problem I see is people keep taking away their content. They'll come and say, ah, let's redesign this page. Um, and no one reads anymore. So I just want to make it simple. That's true, but you're really designing for Google and your user. So mm -hmm. Google has to have content to read. So I feel like everybody's trying to take away all the content and that's hurting their SEO. Yeah. So you've got to find ways to make it not cluttered, but still have the content in there, which I think yeah. is fun to try and figure out. What's the way that you figured out to do that? Like a frequently asked questions section that collects yes. or what? Okay. I love FAQs. I myself am guilty of not having them. I'm working on that behind the scenes right now. There is nothing smarter to have on that website. First of all, it's really good for SEO because and you can research, keyword research, the long tail questions that people are actually asking, but you yourself know all the common questions people ask. I know, what is a domain name? Why do I need hosting in a domain name? All yeah. these questions, if you answer them on your website, which is, you could do video, you can do audio, whatever is best fit for you, like a blog, then people can get their questions asked before they contact you. Not that you don't want them to, but they can already start to realize it's a good fit. Yeah, yeah, and it, it will cut down a lot of the have an answer them in person. Yes, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but then you can spend more time on stuff that is does need answered in person. Yeah, and it's such you up as an expert already. Yes, yeah. And then you should take your FAQs and break them up into little social media posts and emails and different blogs because you can do slight variations on all this content and then have more for Google to read and understand who you are and find you hopefully. Yeah. So I know it's exhausting to create it all the time, but I love yeah. trying to find ways to, for people to make it efficiently. That, that's great advice. Yeah. Is there any other ways you have seen for people to add content where it doesn't look cluttered? Any hacks? Yeah, I think typically your home page is your big navigation page. So that's where people go first. So just have that be maybe your top five, you want a homepage and about page and FAQ services or product, whatever that is. And then some type of content 
mostly. So you'll probably on your homepage have that small sections of that, that you can click out of. So that page is long though, because you have everything about you because you want them to really be a couple thousand words. I know that seems overwhelming, but you got to have something there. But then just sections of contrasting sections, I feel help. You could do toggles, like it clicks open to more or so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great ideas. Transcribe your videos in all ways, because then you'll get all that content and you don't have to have it sitting there. You can have it clickable, have it open up. So like this podcast, for instance, Yes, we need to transcribe it. Yeah. I've been putting the transcription on some and then not on some just to test. Yeah. Measure to see what happens. Have you seen anything? No, we're we're not getting found at all. It's too new, I think. It's so hard. It is so hard. But these are the things that supposedly work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is a long time. Yeah. I think they do. Eventually, once. Yeah. Like Google recognizes you. Yeah. What do you think are the biggest trends going on in web design right now for small businesses? I think too many people are taking their content away and that's That's not good. That's the trend. Um, Okay. Yeah. But I feel no, if I say trend that I'm noticing, but what I'm finding is it's getting easier and easier to add function in the website. So WordPress, Wix, all those, they have all these pre-made things that it's not that hard anymore to put it in there and get that done, or even to make your website look pretty decent which typically is a simple layout and gorgeous photographs. But so now to me, it's more about what is your actual goal for this website? What can this, how can this actually help you? And then getting more creative of customizing the flow to actually get your call to actions. Now I feel like the all, cause before to me, it was all about, oh, is it pretty? Cause I'm a designer at heart. But now it's like, how does it work for people? And I feel like clients are even getting more they just knew they had to have a website before, but they didn't really know why. And now it's more about customizing why you have it and what it can do. Myself included. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am not, I'm not practicing what I preach. <laughs> There's so many questions that can get asked on your, answered on your website for your client. Yeah, that's true. And you could have different questions on different pages, right? Yes. And you can easily create new pages. When I do website, how the theme I use and everything, you can duplicate a page, clone it, and then slightly alter it. So if you have different locations, you can change out the location name because that's really good for your local SEO to have each location have its own page and then name your images with the new location and just create new content fast. But try and figure out why you're doing it. And yeah. like, is it doing anything for you? I feel like it's so getting you don't easier to see the results. You probably... You don't think Google would ding you for having such a closely sounding page? I think you should alter it slightly, which you can even do with AI. Take your post, put that in Bard or chat, whatever you got going on and all, yes, have it like slightly rewrite it. And like, don't write just dumb stuff, just write dumb stuff. Make sure it actually makes sense. If you have different things for that local location, throw it in, but you can get your basic structure down. And here's an image, here's, I'm going to do some bullets, here's, I'm going to do a couple paragraphs. And then, so it's just not so overwhelming to try and create a whole new page. Yeah. And what should you do with that URL? Should you name it, for instance, me, body ache escape slash Pickerington or slash? Yeah. Ideally, if you can get your keyword or in that URL. Okay. You're giving me ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't mean just copy 
but don't reinvent the wheel. Just use what you got and write it in other words. Yes. Yeah. What are some of the biggest challenges that you found in owning a small business? Oh, I do not know how to charge people. That is, I think it's not just my personality, which is definitely a barrier that I'm working on. So I always like, oh yeah, I'll help you. And I don't like limits. So if I see that you could do something way better for just a couple hours of my time, I'll throw that in. So that's not healthy though, but I don't know how to charge. I think it's our society in general does not value art that much. For example, when I design logos, that is my heart and soul. And that is not something I think everybody can just do, but that is what I charge the least for because there's fiber. Even though my prices are pretty cheap still, if anybody wants logo, but they, it really is. It's hard to know how to get paid and what people will actually pay for. Like, where's the market? And I, I think the market is everywhere for what I do. There's template websites, which I really love. I always start with a template and then I customize. And then people charge in a hundred grand for websites, which if you have it's huge and a function for that. Great. But sometimes I'm just, what do you, what? So I just have been having a hard time figuring out how do I help small businesses, but get, make a living. Yeah. And like SEO to me, there's high level thinking in that, especially how it all goes together and what you should put your time to. But also in SEMrush, I can run a report of what exactly on your website needs fixed to help Google, not ding you. And I can train my 15 year old son to do that, but I can charge, people are charging 300 bucks an hour for this. It's crazy, but I cannot charge. I only charge 55 for my graphic design skills, which is different. That's something anybody can do. Yeah. Yes. Funny. I don't know. Or, and I have been trying to like, cause I have a lot of clients that I want to, I want to build your website, but it's better if I do the maintenance too, and not just the hosting maintenance, but I can put up a new picture or text so much faster than you can if you don't do that every day. And I charge by the minute for that stuff. And I charge a lesser rate because that's something, again, I could train someone else to do for me. Just these easy things, but I'm not going to mess it up. I don't know. I'm always having a hard time figuring out what to charge. Yeah, that is tricky. Yeah. And I have too many different services. I'm like, how is this all coming together? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you could do, you probably already know, do like groupings, like this level. That's what I'm working on. That's because I really love helping. Like what I think I'm the best at is like big picture thinking. So I can see how all your content can go together. I'm not just a graphic designer. I'm not just a web designer. What I love is entrepreneurship. And so I like to try and I want to figure out packages where I can help you with everything. Like my best clients, I feel like I love them all, but are the ones that I'm helping you with your MailChimps, your social, your website. Cause then I can make sure it's all consistent and I can do it pretty fast once I get a template system down of, we have created five buckets of template types in Canva that now I can just go in and switch out images or different content for, so that I can execute really fast, like your content, but it's all consistently branded. Yeah. So you I love like so I'm trying to get branding to too. Yes. You're a one-stop shop. Yes. But I need, yeah, to figure out how that all goes together. But I definitely, because that's what I want to do is packages. Yeah. I think that would be really good. You can use me as a dummy because I think I need to hire you. 
Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Cause we're, we're moving. So we yes. want to rebrand when we move. Yes. Oh, I think that'd be so fun. Yeah. We want a logo, um, that can go in the letters of our name. Yes. That'd be Instead really cool. Of like outside of the name. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll definitely have to talk about that. Okay. Share, share a really successful project that you worked on and what were the results of it? Oh man. I did have a client. I just built a membership site for, and I didn't like see this. He didn't have a ton of money. I'm like, okay. So I used tools I already own and put it all together. So he didn't have to pay a subscription. And I was really proud of that because I consider myself an art person before tech. And I was like, yes, I can do it though. I'm a problem solver. So I was excited, but I think my biggest excitement right now is I have a client Stowe mission in central Ohio. They're awesome. If you want to donate for tomorrow, they're the best. They help a lot of homeless people in Columbus, but so they're one of my clients now that I'm doing like their website. I just did that and I do their email marketing and I do their social media. And I don't consider myself a social media expert as far as like how these platforms perform or like that. I'm like, I'm not young 45. So this is not natural to me, but I like it as far as trying to figure out, I love human nature. So I, I love trying to figure out how to make it do something. And I love designing for it. And actually I work with a woman, Elizabeth, that helps. She writes all the copy for still, but we've been doing the social media for them and I got all their templates designed and I've been executing every month now and they do one to two posts a day. And now I can do it in five hours, like for the whole month. And, and they're doing so well. I know this is, they had one got 400 and some likes and like hearts. Wow. So I was like, so excited. So I feel like, oh, I'm starting to figure this out. And they've gotten a lot of compliments from corporations on their new branding and everything. And they're getting a lot more donors, they say, and they believe it's from their new marketing. I will happily hope that's true, but it's been a really fun group to work with. And I just love doing all of it together because I think I could be more efficient. And yeah. helping them see how fast I can do it. That's awesome. What are your favorite tools to use to help business owners with their digital marketing? Canva now. I got into it. I was, at first, I was a little bitter. I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing's going to steal my job. But then I was like, <laughs> no, it's just a tool. It is an awesome tool because I just, you can do so much with it. And I'm obsessed with, again, making templates for businesses like that they can then either have me execute faster or they can then switch out things and make it look good. And it can, it has this magic switch thing now and it's not perfect. You have to rearrange things, but it can resize for you. And I love creating reels in there because the animation is so easy. I used to do that stuff in Photoshop and it was hard to make a little video, but I love making little videos in there. And I don't know, but I, I love Canva. Yeah, I, I do too. But so. I talked to you last time we saw each other about using a copyrighted image and yes, some lawyers coming after me. Yes. How was that going? I, I'm not sure. I had my lawyer contact him and I haven't heard anything back. Yeah. So I got in copyright trouble before I made a free website for my family's diner and then ended up paying like 900 bucks. Cause I usually use only one, two, three RF.com, my subscription site or Adobe stock period. Okay. But this one time I needed some onion rings or mushroom. I don't know. I needed, and it looked like it was a free image website, but it wasn't. And these are scams that they'll try and they'll put something in the photo when you download it and then come after you later. But 
I have a client actually just emailed me last week and said that he was trying to get sued for an image that I pulled off 123RF.com. And there's no way the licensing is valid. They're not going to get anywhere, but it is scary. You really cannot, you got to be really careful because yeah, they're actually trying to. Do you think that can't images from Canva are safe or do you think, no, you got to be careful with that. There's if you, especially have the pro or whatever, and if you're using most of those are fine, but I guess not always for logos. I wrote a blog post about this. I will find it, but now I can't remember exactly what it was, but you can't. There's imagery, some of the elements in there, you can't directly use in a logo, but you can use it apparently in flyers and posts and things. Okay. Yes. Cause I, yeah, I go there all the time when I write a blog, that's where I get my pictures. Yeah. I'm just praying that it's all right. <laughs> yeah. I've actually have been using that too. So I hope it is too. Cause I still love my one to three RF and all that, but Canva, I pay for pro, which is so cheap. And then you can just size the pictures however you want them. And then down and you just drag it over and it pops in there. It's so convenient. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Maybe if you change the image just a tiny bit, they won't be able yeah. to. Yeah. No, I think those are okay. Okay. Oh. Logos were the only one I remember reading about that was sticky. Yeah. So tell me about more about working with you. What's the process when a client says they need your help? Okay. So I guess it depends on what it would be, but most things, if it's a longer project, like a logo, sometimes there's two different kinds of logos to me. One, we're going to develop from scratch. You have no idea what you want. We're going to do colors, et cetera. Or you could say, Hey, I drew this out. Can you make this actually into a logo? That's usually a faster process of we'll just have a chat and then I'll do that and give it to you. And I have a, on my website, like a proofing section of like, a, you'll have your own website page where you can look at your stuff. Oh, okay. But if it's a longer project, typically I'll meet weekly and have certain goals we're going to meet. And then we'll do like a, either a zoom or in person to go over what you think. I used to even for logos send just a proof and once in a while I'll still do that, but it's not a good idea. I find it's much better for everybody involved. If we talk, I can see your real reaction on a zoom or in person or answer any questions. Cause people get hung up on stuff that I wouldn't think they would. I just remember one time I designed a billboard and the client hated it and I could not figure out why. And I finally figured out it's cause she hated how the couple looked. Like I used a stock photo and she thought they were ugly. <laughs> <laughs> But it had nothing to do with the design. So here I am redesigning this billboard over and over again. And like, Using the same it really image. was just an yeah. image change. So I found that's really a lot better when I talk to people once a week. And it's more collaborative. And that's what I really love because I'm trying to get your business and your vision out. It's not, it's more than just what I think you should do. I want the client's input. That's when things get really good. Yeah. I agree. Speaking of clients coming to you, what's the best way that you found to get clients? Uh, networking, even though I was so scared of it, like forever, I didn't want to do it. It's not, and I love people, but I just, it's just terrifying. But then I have a cousin and they live in up in Dublin and they were, he was always trying to get me to go. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to go. And then I started going to innovate new Albany. That's a really good group. We got to go there. Yeah. Is that the one with the tiger talks? Yep. 
I started going there and it was such a lovely group of people and Neil who runs it is so awesome. And I just started to realize, oh, they're just regular people. And then I started Dabo and then I don't know. I started going a couple things around where I live and yeah, I think that's the best way. And then it becomes word of mouth and then the yeah. client referrals. I agree. Just meeting people in person and getting to know them and then yeah. and yeah. help you out and give you business. Yes. Do you see any new future web design changes coming in the pipeline? I really haven't seen anything new. I just think, I think websites are completely underutilized a little bit right now because there's a lot of people are just like, oh, I just need a Facebook page or I just need, there's so many other ways to get out there. Yeah. But I think again, it's about you can tailor it however you want to and show people like who you are. Cause that, because I just think as we can connect more with all different people, it's going to be more about, I know it's so cliche, but authentic connections. So it's like getting your real self out there. So people know who you really are and getting questions answered before they find you. So they don't waste each other's time. So I feel like as the technology is getting easier to do and it's easier for everybody to have a website, I think it's going to be more about tailoring it to you, more customization and more thinking through the user experience. I think that hopefully gets more common. I think it is. Yeah. People are like, okay, why do I like, and because analytics is so much easier to see, they can see what's working and what's not. So hopefully more customizing to actually have it help their business. Yeah. What do you think is more important, the Google Search Console or the Google Analytics? I use them both. What do you think? No, I have only used the Search Console. I used to use the Analytics and then they did this update and I've never set it up. <laughs> oh yeah, it is totally different. Really? Yeah, just of what it reports. But it's actually simpler in a way. But yeah, it is. I don't know. I do tend to use them both though. It depends what the client wants to see too, what information. Gotcha. Although I think you can get most of it from console. Really? Yeah. Isn't one of them future and one of them's past or what's the difference? That's a great question. To <laughs> me, console tells you more errors on your website. That is what it is. It'll tell you more of the back end stuff that it sees and, and, the analytics is more towards marketing, I feel. Oh, okay. but even though there, there's still a lot of the same information, console will tell you the keywords people are using also to find you and stuff like that. But it also tells you your sitemap's wrong. Your robots TXT isn't there. It tells you all mm -hmm. these things. That I don't think you see in analytics. True. However, that report you gave me for SimRush, Google search console did not tell me any of that. Yeah, that thing gets deep, which is helpful. Yeah, I think I figured out how to migrate my site. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I instead of having Hostinger do it through their portal or whatever, I just downloaded it and uploaded it. So, okay, I don't have to worry is about it a WordPress before. one? Mm -hmm. Have you ever had heard of Manage WP? Is that a plugin? Yeah. It's like a website. It's actually owned by GoDaddy. I use it all the time. And you can put a plugin in your website called Manage WP Worker. You just sign up for it and it's free. They have paid stuff too. And then you can clone your website. 
back it up totally. So I, when you host with me, I back up every single site on this thing. And then also on this WMPU dev, because if you mess it up and I'm a risky troubleshooter, so I need to be able to restore that site in one click. I know. <laughs> if you need help, maybe I can help you, but that thing, that's how I usually migrate is it'll clone it and then you can move it to wherever you want it to, but it does the database and everything. Okay. I'm writing it down. Mm -hmm. The, when I tried to initially migrate with hosting or installed something on my site that backed it up. So I just downloaded yeah. that. And oh uploaded. yeah, that should probably work. Yeah. I forget what it was called though. Where do you see the future of Woodchuck Arts going? Oh, man, I'm really working on that one. <laughs> I, I know. I think I really would like more collaboration. I, I do miss having a partner, whether I go that full route again, probably not, but I really do want to work more with other people. For one thing, the best service is not going to be me doing everything. It is, I actually have some really great contractors I work with, but when Jean was talking about branding, I was in how she does the subscription photos. Um, I could think of so many ways I could maybe help her get clients or have our clients find, I don't know, like, yeah. I don't know. I think I would like to collaborate more. I still think about our SEO website. Um, I'm not giving up on I that. Know. <laughs> I know. It's, I think about it too. I'm like, we should do something with that, but yes, I, that's still in the back of my mind and how to like, I don't know, teach people somehow. Yeah. How to not break your website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've gotten through all the work-related questions. I'm going to ask you some fun questions now. Okay. They're just supposed to be quick response questions. Okay. Okay. What is the book you've most given as a gift or the book that's made the biggest difference in your life? I haven't given as a gift, but when I was 12, my dad had me read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and that book changed my life. I'm sure <laughs> who knows why I, that thing. I loved it ever since then. I remember looking at the picture. It was either an old lady or like a young lady and like about perspective and it just blew my mind and it really did. I was able to get the concept of personal responsibility from that book that I was not going to get from my mom and dad. <laughs> no offense to them, but I just loved that book. And ever since I read it, I loved reading self-help basically books or how to improve. And I don't know. I just, I loved that book. I still do to this day. Yeah. I get my own kids to read it. Yeah. I always <laughs> remember the one begin with the end in mind. Ooh. Yes. That's one of the points. I know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life? Okay. This is very strange, but it's, my husband bought me a grounding mat. Okay. What is Ooh, this? <laughs> so I heard those. It's this, it's, it was by Keith Oberman and he got it. Cause I was having all these stomach problems and I was going to all these doctors and, but my, I never, I was a bad sleeper. And so this thing is supposed to help you. I don't know. Somehow the body's electrical and it grounds you to the earth somehow. It's, yes. have you heard of that barefoot movement or you walk yes. on barefoot? It's that, but like with your sleep and I was skeptical, even though I'm a hippie medicine person. So I love weird medicine stuff, but I was like, what the heck is this? And that thing has hands down been a game changer for me. I sleep through the night. I might have to pee here and there, but I'm old, but I've never slept through the night like that in my life. 
except for this really? brownie. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. And I um, was trying, I saw grounding sheets. Yes. Now I have a grounding sheet. Really? Okay. Yes. So I'm going to have to tell Joe that it actually works because I was trying to convince him that we needed to spend like whatever, $300 on sheets. And he's no, I was like, yeah, they plug into the grounding port in a socket or whatever, an outlet. Yes. Right? I, Isn't that what happens? You yes. plug it into the grounding. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. And the first one I got was this little one that I'd put my feet on and I just could not believe it worked and it really seemed to work. Who knows? Awesome. It all in my mind. Maybe Body Ache Escape should get some to sell. It sounds Yes. Nice. I actually told, because at the time I was going to a functional medicine doctor and I told him about it and he was telling some other people about it and said it helped them. It's like a new thing. It comes if you get the Keith one and sometimes it comes with this book and I read it. I read it twice because I just, what got me to believe in was even though like my own sleep, it was... I don't know. I'm going to say it wrong, but these old Norwegian builders from like old school, early 1800s, he had learned about them and they would tell new workers to every single morning, go walk barefoot by the water because you will be able to handle the job. Your body will be able to heal. And I was like, what? I'm always down to an old, I don't know. People knew something. They were more connected back then. Right? So I was like, oh my gosh, this got me excited. There's something to it. And then this guy's yeah. story, how he... I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah, that is weirdly, I feel like, the biggest game changer for me lately. But it's been like three yeah. years and I still talk about it. Oh, that's awesome. What's an unusual habit or an absurd thing that you love? Obviously weird medical stuff. <laughs> and I do. I love reading about oh, old diseases too. Ooh, like Ooh. tuberculosis, the black flag, Henry VIII's like smelly leg. This man, he had an infected leg for years that reeked Ooh. up a whole castle. No wonder he was mad. I just, I love that kind of weird stuff. <laughs> you know what I want to get for Body Ache Escape, which you would love in both of those cases, is a red light bed. Yes! <laughs> My husband made himself one. Please. Bought the lights, made a contraption that he can put over the bed and he lays under it. But oh, yeah, wow. it would be cool to try a real one. Yeah, because they're supposed to help with wound healing. So I bet. Yes. Who'd you say Henry VIII would have loved Yes, it? he needed that for that leg. <laughs> can you imagine having an open wound for like years? I don't know. He probably anyway. was like diabetic and didn't know it. Yeah, because he just kept eating. He couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> what is your proudest accomplishment? Oh man, I don't know if I'm really anywhere yet, but I do try and always improve. Like I'm willing to take that responsibility from back in the day, reading that book, admit fault and keep trying. And so I feel, I don't know, my immediate family, I think we've done, we're a complete disaster in many ways, but my kids are pretty emotionally intelligent, I feel like, because it's like a pretty open environment. So I feel like just always trying to keep improving, maybe. But I haven't yeah. really got where I need to be. <laughs> yeah, that's something we have in common. That's one of my top values, too, is continuous. Yes. Yeah. That's why we like classes, learning yeah. always. That's why we met in a class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is your current passion project? I think it's actually, I'm trying to redo my own website to practice what I preach. And I'm trying to figure out a system to 
really help small businesses figure out a way to generate like actually high quality content that is unique to them, but in an efficient way, somehow with website, email, Canva, I'm trying to figure out how this all goes together, but I'm trying to do it for myself. So I haven't really started like, this is behind the scenes so far, so nothing to see yet, but that's what I'm excited about. Cause I feel like in this world where we're supposed to create all this content, how can we do it in a way that makes sense? And maybe like share content somehow, like little clusters of businesses that help each other. I'm not sure yet. Oh, I'm interested to hear more about this. Yeah, I, that's it. all I have, but like we're <laughs> trying. Cause I feel like, I don't know, that's people's biggest barriers. They get completely overwhelmed by content. And, and it's scary to put yourself out there. So that's what yeah. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't want to be like the face of their business. They want yeah, to like me hide behind something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is one skill you would like to master? Besides like truly moving the needle on marketing all the time, which I don't even know if it's even possible. I would love to design patterns. So that's like a random, like I want to design like, like maybe wallpaper, I don't know, like fabric design or something. Like I, I really love patterns and I actually love templates of all kinds, get more into website templates that I know would be good for people. You know what I was just thinking of when you said that maybe you could help be a designer for these people. I was just looking up these things called felt squares. It's feltright.com is the website and they make these like pattern squares that you can hang on your wall to help soundproof it. That's awesome. Yeah. So they have, I don't know, seven pages worth of these layouts that you can hang on your wall. That's yeah. something that that would be really fun. Yes. Yeah. That's, that, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, we have this problem in my house. Joe and I go to bed at different times, a lot of times. And one of us will usually be watching TV while mm -hmm. the other one is trying to sleep. And the way that our TV is set, it's like it bounces off the wall and the sound goes straight up the stairs. So I said, maybe if we get some of these felt squares, the sound will just stop. <laughs> that would be cool. I could use that in my house too. I know, right? Yeah. Our new uh, massage... Uh, place or location is going to be pretty soundproof, but we may get some felt squares for there too. That would be. Yeah. Like custom business felt yeah. squares. Wouldn't that be fun? That would yeah. be really fun. There you go. Yes. New business idea. <laughs> All right. What was your very first job? Burger King. Oh, yeah. here. I did babysit, of course, but yeah, that was definitely. My dad was like, you need to get a job. And I was like, all right. And then it's like, where's the easiest place I could find yeah. <laughs> that I thought would give me one. I kind of had fun there though. I liked the challenge of the fast paced, like all my jobs that I had, like, I worked at MC Sporting Goods, Golden Corral, some random, but I loved seeing how fast I could do it. Like, I, was, Ooh. Was like, I loved working Black Friday in retail, like a weirdo. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you worked at Golden Corral. I worked at Ponderosa. Oh, yes. Were you a waitress? <laughs> I worked myself up to being waitress. I started as the buffet girl. Yes, I did buffet sometimes too. And funny, I've made more money there. I worked also as a server at a nice Mexican restaurant and I made more money at Golden Corral. 
just wow. I think the turnover. Yeah, because people, yeah, goes pretty quick because yeah. when they can get their food instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, man. I hope, um, like, like some type of collaboration or like some, I want a cool network of people I'm working with. Like, I don't know what that looks like. Hopefully I've figured out how to, I'm sorry, I seem to be trying to be a remote marketing department for people. So somehow figuring out how to put all that together and traveling and enjoying my family as well. Somehow work-life balance would be good. Yeah. When is your birthday? It is in two days. It's Wednesday. Saturday. Well, we're going to be 50 the same year. No, wait, you're about to be 45 or 46? Six. Oh. When's your birthday? October 5th. But oh, I just turned 45. So yeah. maybe we should take a trip sometime between October 5th and November 29th and celebrate 50. I'm down for that. I'm definitely down for that. Okay. Because that will be the same age for two months. Yes. And we need or, to like also be celebrating some milestone. Yeah. Like, that we count. Finally starting our all-in-one digital marketing. Yes. It is educating people. It is making us money in our sleep as well. It is a win. <laughs> yes. We're going to have to really celebrate tomorrow. Good thing we're coming to Granville, so you won't have to drive so far. Oh, no. I didn't even mind, though. I felt, but I was like, oh, that would be fun. But I was like, oh, you guys shouldn't both have to come my way. It's not your fault I live not that here. far. <laughs> it's not that far. Okay. Do though. you have a pump-up song that you like to listen to? That gets you like fired up? Oh, I do some pretty cliched classics. I like that fight song. I like Roar. I like, but I, I have a weird taste in music too. I love like old school Garth Brooks, Queen. I love Queen and like Snoop. Always been a big Snoop fan since 97. So I don't know. You never know. How do you feel about that slick marketing? Oh my God. I do not ran. fall for that at all. No. <laughs> I, it took me a few days to see what he was actually doing. Yeah. For those who don't know, he made a post that said he was giving up the smoke. Yeah. And then come to find out he was just advertising a smokeless fire pit. Yeah. It's hilarious. I, I like, like how funny he was. Like, I remember yeah. me and my roommate in college, He his album had come out and we listened to it and we we're just like these little punks from like nowhere, country Michigan. And just he'd say stuff like, you better recognize. And we just thought that was so funny. Like that somebody would talk like that about them. He just yeah. funny. Like I, just, I know. Clever. Yeah. <laughs> Joe and I went to this conference a few years ago in Miami, the 10X conference. And one morning we like, every morning there was like a long preamble to it starting. It just wasn't seemed important to be there right at the start time. Like the third morning we went late and we walk in and Snoop was just finishing performing. Oh my was gosh. so mad at me. <laughs> oh like, my gosh. But how would you know? He is everywhere. He's so versatile. My friends, one of my friends knows his blunt roller. Is that real? Is that real? I guess it would be if you were him. That is crazy. Yeah. She makes pretty good money doing it too. Crazy. That is wild. <laughs> All right. Since we're called Cosmos and Commerce, Cosmos being the drink, 
What is your drink of choice? I really like most drinks, but I really am into Moscow Mules right now. Oh, nice. I will have to buy you one tomorrow. And I just had one of those for the first time on Thursday night. Oh, really? What did you think? They're good. Yeah, very good. What do you like? Very refreshing. Sometimes you like wine. Well, what do you like for a cocktail? I don't necessarily like it, but the thing I always order is vodka and Diet Coke. I order it for the low calories, not the deliciousness. Yeah. I do Tito's because it's easier on your stomach. It's nice clean alcohol. (laughs) All right. Heather, tell me where our listeners can find you. Oh, yes. Woodchuckarts.com or Facebook, Instagram. I started doing TikTok. I'm trying. Oh. I think it's fun, but I'm not, I need to do more. But yeah, that's about where. Really. All over the place, Woodchuckarts. Okay. Yep. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate Thank you letting you. me interview you. I always have a blast with you. <laughs> Same. And everybody, you can find all of our episodes at cosmosandcommerce.com. And I hope y'all have a fabulous day.